Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a part of our community, head on over to missionmatters.com forward slash community to apply. All right, so today is a very special episode. We're bringing on Elizabeth Bruner, who's founder and CEO over at Stereotype Kids. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Hi, Adam. It's great to be here. All right, Elizabeth. So uh, excited to get into today's topic. So I'm, I'm and, and to do a deep dive into stereotype kids and really how you came up to the to the with the concept. You know, making gender inclusive clothing for kids, and also you're you're made in San Francisco. So I want to go into this and, and the story and how this company came about and your your vision and plans for the future. But before we do all that, we'll start this episode the way that we start them all with what we like to call our Mission Matters Minute. So, Elizabeth, we at Mission Matters, we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Elizabeth, what mission matters to you? That's a great question. So, Stereotype is a mission-based company, and what matters to us is we are advocating for individuality, for kids and for adults, um, but we focus on kids and creating a self-expression with no boundaries. It's a great it's a great mission and one that we're happy to support and bring to our audience here today. Um, that theme of no boundaries, um, I, I think it's great. And I think before we go into the company, I'm just I'm just curious to mind like, how did you get started as an as an entrepreneur? Is this um, did you come from family entrepreneurs? Like like how did all that come? How that all come about? Yeah, no, I'm not a. <laughs> My family is not um, in entrepreneurship, but mm. I actually call myself an accidental entrepreneur because I had no intention of starting a business, especially. Yeah, here is that is that what you call yourself? An okay, accidental I, I, entrepreneur. I did it. Okay, you're, you don't know this, Elizabeth, and and for all my audience, this is not a shameless plug, but the people that have been listening to me for a long time know. So, Elizabeth, I just came out with a book called Driven, and in that book, I, I call my an accidental entrepreneur and I have a co-author who's a serial entrepreneur and I'm like I never wow. planned to be an entrepreneur so we're we're, we're twins yeah yeah we're go ahead I just it. I just had to tell you because I was like you're not gonna believe it <laughs> go ahead please yeah well I I really had no intention of starting a business that's mm. definitely true so I had a business before this one called piece by piece which is also fashion-based I'm mm. a designer by trade um, but with stereotypes, really what inspired me to start the business was my kids. So I have mm. twins, a boy and a girl, and they started sharing clothing at a very young age. My daughter would dig into my son's clothes and my son would dig into my daughter's clothes. And they naturally were just drawn to each other's clothing. And that inspired me because mm. they were mixing and matching their looks. So my son would wear a sparkle skirt and a dinosaur top and my daughter would wear, you know, <laughs> Um, camo shirt and, you know, her her own unique look, jeans, leggings, whatever they were. So they just started mixing clothing together. And that really was the idea that's planted the seed of me starting Stereotype because when they were so young, you know, it's so cute to see them being so creative. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until really they started school and were experiencing um, different reactions outside of our home that I realized, oh, this is actually something, a problem I oh. need to solve. And so I was inspired to start Stereotype based off of, uh, off of that, off, the, off of the experiences that they were having outside of our mm. home. 
Mm, that's amazing. And I feel like um, a lot of us as kids with expression, when we don't know, like we're not really taught those things until somebody external tells us, right? Like what's the difference between a pink shirt or a blue shirt or things like that? And it's just, it's kind of the, the pressures that society put on us, right? Like nobody as a kid, like you're born, you're growing up and you're like, oh, I can't wear that. Like, like somebody told you that, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. We we're deeply conditioned. All of us are to, you know, fall into a certain category and you can't go beyond those parameters. And that's really not fair to a child who just innately loves what they love. And so for me, watching my son twirling around in a dress and just being super, you know, happy and full of joy, mm -hmm. that was enough for me to say, well, why would I take that away from him? Or seeing mm -hmm. my daughter dressed in head to toe black, she loves to wear all black. And mm. she likes to wear her baseball cap backwards. And that's just innately what she enjoys, you know, not all the time, but, you know, in those moments where she's, you know, diving into a more masculine look, that's what she loves. And so mm. I don't want to change that. Why would I? I want to support the whole child before me. And that, that was actually a lot of self-reflection that happened over the years before I officially started Stereotype. But, um, yeah, it's true. We are deeply conditioned by society by our family, um, religion, you know, there's, there's a whole list of ways that we are told you cannot mm -hmm. go beyond a boundary, which is really why I created stereotypes. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, self-expression knows no boundaries and it really shouldn't. And what that goes of, for all, not just kids. I totally agree with this. And what kind of response have you gotten? Whether I know you said you're a designer by trade, whether it's the, you know, design community or, you know, parents or otherwise, like what kind of response have you gotten since launching? I've gotten really great response, actually. Mm. Um, it's all been, not all of it has been totally positive. I mean, if I, if I course, look at social yeah. media, there's some people that, of course, are going to be rubbed the wrong way by saying mm -hmm. I create gender-free clothing. And I think it's really uncomfortable for a lot of people to to think that they should move beyond a boundary or support their child beyond a boundary. And that's okay. That's part of, um, you know, self-reflection. And it, it has a lot to do with fear. So for me, it was really just, lifting a veil like this boundary doesn't really exist this box doesn't exist and for mm -hmm. my kids they they really showed me that through the way they were choosing to dress and how they were expressing themselves through that so mm -hmm. it, it became just a, a seed that planted and just completely bloomed into stereotype now Mm. And am I correct? And do you do? And I was just looking at your your Instagram earlier. And so, do you um do you you do a lot of podcasting? Do you have a podcast as well yourself, or did I did I read that wrong? I do not have a podcast. I have been um, fortunate enough to be interviewed on many podcasts, but not yet. That's what I mean. No, because you no, I'm I'm just asking like no, because I saw a bunch of different posts and I've looked at. I mean, I've looked at your Instagram, and I definitely anybody that's watching this, if you wanna get a definitely get a feel for like the clothing, everything else. I mean, of course, you can go to the website stereotypekids.com, but also their Instagram's great. So stereotype kids official, um, you can see that there, and you can get a feel for the clothing and other things like that so that it's, it's pretty cool so definitely have to give you a, a shout out there um and you can just and, and also the quality of the clothes like you can just see it like maybe talk to us a little bit about the clothes and your concept from from a designer's point of view yeah thank you so the clothes are designed gender free and what that means is that they're they're unisex basically they're made for boys and girls and the way i design the clothes is really around play and um also around 
um, what I coined blended fashion, which is a mix of boy and girl elements. So there's some sparkle, there's a lot of black. My daughter, like I said, she loves black, my son loves sparkle. So those elements are there for them. And it's the really sophisticated clothing uh, for kids, but also really durable, made very well. I make everything in San Francisco. So there's a really small eco footprint. I use eco-friendly materials. So the clothing is really a representation of my vision of what I said is blended fashion, a mix of boy and girl. And the way I like to also um, talk about that is that boy and girl clothing, they're equal in value. They're mm-hmm. boy and girl. So it's blended fashion. And I just like to say that because it shouldn't be defined by anyone. It's really just an authentic way to express yourself. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I like that. Uh, and I know it's only kids clothing, but I was looking at that camel button down zip shirt and I'm like, I like that print with the, <laughs> with the camo, the pink, and then the, and then the, the boom box in it or stereo in, in the camo print. I'm like, how do I get one of those? I hear <laughs> we it might, a lot. We might need a, we might need a custom <laughs> order over here. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I hear you. I actually hear quite a bit from adults saying, when are you coming out with the adults? line because the blazer in it in and of itself is such a great piece and it's made from sweatshirt material so it's basically an elevated sweatshirt hoodie but it looks like this really beautiful blazer and it's made really well you can wash it throw it in the dryer Mm. so I really design my clothing to be durable and to just be worn for many many Mm. years tell me tell me about the plans for the future like tell me about your plans for the company and uh, and what's next Well, uh, the plans for the future are wide open. I mean, I would really Mm -hmm. love to do collaborations, but my big vision really is to start a nonprofit that supports um, underserved youth. So my Mm -hmm. bigger vision, my overall vision is really to make money to give it away. And that's been something that I've always wanted to do, even with my first company, is how to leverage the, you know, the money that's coming in to help other people. And so, you know, it's a, it's a really big mission, you know, it is Mm -hmm. really um, around breaking rules, challenging societal norms and empowering children to embrace their unique style and express themselves fully. Um, And beyond that, it's also how can I create a brand that really supports all kids, the whole child, and also helps adults as well. So I'm really looking at building a community on my website. Um, I, you know, like to answer questions from parents about gender-free fashion, about um, Mm -hmm. twins, about um, conscious (laughs) parenting. So there's quite a bit of information on my website, and I have a huge goal of just really starting that nonprofit to help help kids. That's wonderful. It's a great, it's a great idea. It's a great mission. We definitely need um, mission-based entrepreneurs like yourself out there making a difference and really challenging the norms of what, you know, like, and, and pushing, pushing the conversation, not just in, in fashion, but just overall so that we can all connect better. So lo- love what you're doing. I think this is awesome. Um, Elizabeth, I know I mentioned it before, but um, let, let's definitely do it again because maybe some people were driving or they're like, what was that website or how do I follow this stuff? I want to check it out more especially anybody that has kids out there um check co check this out um you're, you're gonna you're gonna be impressed like this is super quality um clothing and it's just really cool i see the i see the i see the blazer now i didn't catch it the last time i looked now i just went back and i'm like yeah i want one of those too uh, 
<laughs> I didn't see that one. Now I see it. I'm like, oh, come on. All right. So, Elizabeth, if somebody's listening to this and they want to follow up, they want to learn more, they want to shop and follow the journey and connect in this community, um, how, how do they do it? Yes. Thank you so much. So it's stereotypekids.com. You can visit me there or you can go on Instagram and it's stereotypekidsofficial and you can find us there as well. Fantastic. And we'll, we'll definitely, uh, put, put all the links to, to the, um, to the social media, to the website, all that good stuff in the show notes so that our audience can just, uh, click on the links and head right on over. And speaking of the audience, if this is your first time with Mission Matters or engaging in an episode, we're all about bringing on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and having them share their mission, the reason behind their mission, you know, what gets them fired up in the morning, gets them wanting to go out into the marketplace and be an entrepreneur, which always isn't easy, but to make a difference. I mean, ultimately, that's the goal is how do we make a difference and have true impact in the world? If that's the type of content that sounds interesting or fun or exciting to you, we welcome you. Hit that subscribe button. We have many more mission-based individuals coming up on the line, and we don't want you to miss a thing. Elizabeth, really, it has been a pleasure um, having you come on the show. Thank you so much for um, introducing uh, my audience and myself as well to Stereotype. So thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me.